Chapter One of the Tale of Jimmy Rabbit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Tale of Jimmy Rabbit by Arthur Scott Bailey. Jimmy Finds a New Tale. Jimmy Rabbit wanted a new tail. To be sure, he already had a tail, but it was so short that he felt it was a little better than none at all. Frisky Squirrel and Billy Woodchuck had fine bushy tails, and so had all the other forest people, except the rabbit family. Jimmy had tried his hardest to get a handsome tail for himself, and once he had nearly succeeded, for he had almost cut off Frisky Squirrel's big bush, but Mrs. Squirrel had appeared just in time to save her son from so dreadful a mishap. After that, Jimmy Rabbit tried to buy a tail, but no one would sell him one. Then he set out to find one, in the hope that some day some one would forget his tail and go off and leave it lying in the woods and not be able to remember where he left it. In fact, Jimmy Rabbit often lurked behind trees and bushes, watching his neighbors as they took naps in the sunshine. But when they awaked and stretched themselves and went trotting off, there was not one of them that didn't take his tail right along with him. It was disappointing. Still, Jimmy Rabbit continued his search. Now, Jimmy had decided that if he could only get a long tail, he didn't care what color it was. If it was only a brownish yellow to match the rest of him. And at last, as he was wandering through the woods one day, to his great joy, he found almost exactly what he wanted. Lying near a heap of chips was a beautiful tail, but it was red with a black tip. That was the only drawback about it. This tail, however, was handsome that Jimmy made up his mind that he would wear it anyhow, even though it did not match his coat. So with a bit of string, which he had carried with him for weeks for that very purpose, he tied the red tail to his own short stub. There was great excitement among the forest people when Jimmy Rabbit appeared among them. Most everyone told him how much better he looked. In fact, old Mr. Crow was about the only person who didn't say something pleasant. He only shook his head and muttered something to himself about handsome is as handsome does. But Jimmy Rabbit paid little attention to him. Whose tail is that? Mr. Crow finally asked. Mine, of course, Jimmy told him. Well, you'd better look out, said Mr. Crow, unless that tail is bought and paid for. There's trouble ahead of you, young man. To his friends Frisky Squirrel and Billy Woodchuck, 
Jimmy said something about Mr. Crow in a low voice, and they laughed loudly. Whereupon Mr. Crow flew away, croaking to himself about the shocking way children are brought up nowadays. You know, Mr. Crow was a great gossip, and everywhere he went that day he spread the news about Jimmy Rabbit's finding a red tail in the woods. Probably that was the pleasantest day of Jimmy Rabbit's life, but toward evening something startled him. He had been over to the brook to look at himself in the pool, and he was coming back towards home when someone called, Hi there, young fellow. Jimmy Rabbit hurried along faster. He knew it was a mink's voice, and he didn't like minks. Mr. Mink ran after him, calling, Stop, thief, at the top of his voice. Jimmy Rabbit did not stop, but he glanced around, and his heart sank as he saw that Mr. Mink had no tail. At the same time, Jimmy ran faster than ever. He did not want even to speak to Mr. Mink, for he felt that by waiting to talk with him, he had nothing at all to gain and a greater deal to lose. There was his new tail. He certainly did not want to part with that. End of chapter 1 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.